welcome back, David. Feels like we never left. Are you doing the Darth Vader? Yeah, I'm doing the Darth Vader. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with what David said, you can go check out the replay, whether it's here on this podcast platform or on YouTube or Facebook of Bourbon Notes. We just did that. Yeah, I feel like we might need to start a third show soon. Just keep <laughs> keep doing more and more podcasts. Hey, shout out to uh, right. first time Bourbon Notes listener Michael Rigney just texted me. He said we're solid. Love the top five list. He said that you're good at nerdy knowledge, but not so much at selling sponsors. Why does everyone? Why does everyone say that? Because you are a nerdy dude. I would embrace that. I mean, I do. But why does everyone like? That's the first <laughs> thing people notice about me. <laughs> I notice your dashing good looks with that beard. See, I feel like without the beard, just the mustache. What do you think? With the soul patch, yeah. With the soul patch, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping that. So probably give it another like week or so, and then I'm gonna shave, but I'm keeping the mustache. I'm just gonna let like, it go. Yeah, I'm gonna let it go. My problem is when my mustache starts to overlap my lip, it affects how you eat. But it doesn't affect how you, you can just feel it and things get caught in there. So, yeah. The, uh, I was going to say something about being a nerdy. Oh, speaking of selling sponsors, get amazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. I had to check out because I love music and I love listening to sounds. Which is I'm already I feel like I'm already selling it pretty well. You're already a nerd. Um, <laughs> but the so I had never really used Amazon before, but I think that I might be a convert to Amazon Music. Are you a Amazon Prime guy? Yes, I have Amazon Prime. Yeah. It the uh I feel like that's what they were talking about as like the the uh the the sith or whatever in star wars and i'm gonna that's the where i where my nerdiness stops i'm not a star wars person but you have general specifics yes general specifics uh, on every topic like i feel like we could throw out genocide in rwanda and you'd at least know enough to have a conversation about yeah it. i'm really that's good a bad at, example like, yeah. i apologize that's a totally bad example but yeah like, I'm a, just a randomness i do know yeah i know a lot about genocide um and beer. I know a lot about like the holocaust um and how it's similar to the republicans getting persecuted uh, wow which, yeah genocide yeah, so, yeah, I mean, speaking of uh, Star Wars universe, they were going to make her. I mean, imagine, and and this is not political, not anything else, but they were just like, "Hey, don't like what's the what's the value of being a celebrity and having like this access to basically say whatever you want? Like, how do you balance that with they're going to give me a shit ton of money, and if I just say nothing?" I get this shit ton of money, but if I say something like there's no good that can come out of being on, being on social media, if you're a celebrity, even if you're not a celebrity, even if you're me, I go back, like I have time hop because I, I need to like with the, with the, uh, the benefit of hindsight need to go back and be like, Oh yeah, I need to delete that. And I'm not even a celebrity. I have like 2000 followers on Twitter, but I need, I'm always like, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> See, I, I don't. Shouldn't talk I feel shit. like Twitter is the trap. Like Twitter, I overlook it just because you got to be on there all the time. It's like a running conversation all the time. Yeah, and I don't have time for that. Like a stream of con- stream of conscious. I don't really fuck with Twitter. I'm not a big TikTok guy. I don't even have TikTok. No Snapchat. It's Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. I tried to do the new one, Club Club Club. Talk yeah, or, I thought you were yeah, gonna Club send talk. me a uh, invite. I used my two invites on people on one, and you only get two invites. So you they didn't already, even invite me. Like we are the before. podcasting duo, <laughs> and you don't invite me. I know they were already spoken for, but if I get more, shut I up. I get more. I, no, I see where I stand here. <laughs> 
Jesus they were pre, they were pre the only reason I got it was because somebody other you knew people, about you. Yeah, but other people and I was like, "Well, I feel like I should be the good guy. Like I need to have like the good guy discount and be like their hero." And now I'm the hero of two people, and I don't even want to be on it to be honest with you, but But it's a, it's supposed to be like a great audio networking thing right like we yeah it podcast like, guests and shit yeah for me it felt like not that we've ever really we've done one guest we, well we've had one and then we did national marks yeah for me it felt like creeping on other people's conversations which i'm isn't like, that what social media is in general like yeah, i you, just you, you could hear i'm them. on there i don't i post podcast links messages from my mom and people that want it, that are interested in what I do, which is like three people. And the rest of the time I'm looking at memes and I'm watching other people do dumb shit. Like I, I'm that guy. Yeah. You know, I'm the guy that's like loves watching when the couple goes through, like you can tell when people are about to break up, they break up, they get back together. <laughs> they got joint accounts. And then like, I'm in, I'm in it. Like I'm in it to win it. I'm in, I, I don't know you, but that's I'm good. involved in your life. You don't know it. I'm, I'm part sure. of you. Yeah, I might as well be there with you. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, it's a social media is a trap, dude. It is a trap. Completely agree. Could you minus marketing our podcast? I have two. You have two. We have one together, so we both have one separate. Which I may get to be on the other one. Maybe. I'm yeah, lucky. we'll see. If, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I stand on that. You may get to be on one of mine. Anyway, could you cut it off like completely for a month? Like Lent. Say, you know, when is Lent? Lent starts up. Yeah. soon, right? I think it's just, I don't know. It's the end of March. This week or next week. I don't know. Let's let's Google. When does Lent start? Um, and do you spell like, it like belly Lent? L E N T. Google Lent, but not Belly Lent. Lent? <laughs> 2021. Google non-Belly Lent. Oh, shit. It starts Wednesday. I feel like... Uh, is that Ash Wednesday? No, it's not Ash Wednesday. Yeah, Ash Wednesday is Wednesday. Yeah. So, Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday. That's the day before. Ash Wednesday is like when you get the little tea on your head. You go to church, bang one out, and then six weeks of winter... Or how many days it you is. You are doing but this all Then you wrong. can't eat fish, or you can only eat fish. On Fridays. You can't eat Fridays. any meat on Fridays but fish. And I'm like, that's, fish is meat. Fit, like, you can't eat, like, I don't know, it's like, I, I can't eat a burger on Friday. I don't know what I'm going to eat. <laughs> fish. Lentils. Well, I'm going to eat yeah, lentils No, lentils, Lent. there's lent in it. You cannot eat it. Wait, all is right, that how so- lentils started? No, lentils is a For, legume. Abby made some lentils the other week. They're actually it, not bad. You can buy yeah, we a 30... Six days a week in this house. Yeah, you can buy a 40-pound bag for 19 cents. <laughs> so, For, Yeah, that comes in a 55-gallon drum. But so, All right. Could, boys could we do pot. it for Lent? Other than specifically just for our podcast, could we, like, we only post on our business pages? No personal shit. No, take Twitter off your phone. Now I guess we got to do that for. Yeah, the thing that honestly has helped me, I turned off all the notifications on social media. On, so I have to go into the app to get the information because that's like the that's the drug. That's like the you the get dope, the dopamine the head, when you the get the dopamine. Bing. And I'm like, so I'll go for like six eight hours without checking any of it, which I feel like that's good, but I don't know. I mean, I, all right, you got an iPhone. Yeah. What's your screen time? Let's look at our screen time. This is, I don't know. Riveting conversation. Get your fucking phone. We're going to find our screen. Time. How do I get my screen time? Uh, I'm about to tell you. Google, uh, Google's, uh, how to find out screen time. Well, I spilled screen with a, a. Okay. Daily average, three hours, 41 minutes. How much? Three hours, 41 minutes. Oh, God. Mine's six hours and 13 minutes. So, 
one of us actually has a job. I have, <laughs> sh- All right. So it breaks it down. If you click, it breaks it down. Most of my time is spent on Discord. Most of my time is probably spent on playing a golf rival. I got uh, myself addicted. Without that, it's probably like 35 minutes. Yeah. I got myself addicted to like one of those stupid games where you always have to be like, there's always like that, again, that head of dopamine of like, oh, you got to open up a, a chest. You got to open up a reward. You got to get this. And it's like, I just want to play a dumb golf game. I don't want all this stuff, but you have to get the stuff to get the upgrades and the whatever. All right. Well, we we're 10 minutes in. We've not even talked about drinking yet. So I, I thought first about it. Thing up. Uh, well, this is, I, I feel like here. we talk about stuff sometimes for uh, just to be like, yeah, it, it's a, it's a podcast where we talk about drink, like the industry and drinking. Yeah. Do, do people care about that? Tell, let us know what you care about. What do you want us to talk about? Give us topics. So, the first thing that we're going to talk about this week is close to Gary. Uh, there's a brewery uh, called Ethereal that is opening up an, a new location, starting the first sake brewery in Kentucky, I think, and it's called mm-hmm. The Void. The Void. What is sake and how does Kentucky's first sake, sake brewery make it? That's, yeah. I don't know. Because so I sake, gotta, yeah, is Japanese and it's made by fermenting rice. Yeah, you got to pay for that. You can't get in there. I can't. You can get your lazy boy though. So many ads. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Lexington Herald Leader. So anyway, the whole story is. Did you pay for it? No. <laughs> I I I uh, I figured it out from googling other sources. I had to figure out what what brewery it even was. And then I, I figured it out by uh, by deducing. Have you ever uh, had sake? I've had it once, and I was not a fan because it's served like room temperature, and it's like basically fermented rice. Like it's like a a rice wine, like not wine, but like I don't know. But it's served room temperature, which is weird. I'm not a big room temperature. Like I don't like red wine, which is room temperature. I like things cold, um, especially especially alcohol. Um, but it's a Japanese thing. Japanese rice wine, I guess. It's also... Oh, shit. So most sake contains 14 to 16% ABV. Yeah. Uh, freshly brewed sake naturally contains up to uh, 20%. Wow. <laughs> People also ask, can you get drunk on sake? <laughs> yes, you can. It'll get you drunk. It'll get you, get you drunk. Um, I don't know. I like, it, Yeah. When you look at diversifying the spirits market, we know what we're good at here, right? We've got some top-notch distilleries, the best in the world. We've got some good breweries. I think you'd agree with that. Not, I mean, we're not known for our breweries per se, but we've got some good ones here. Yeah. And then we're going to throw in some sake. Yeah, and it's one of those things, too, that I actually saw another article that was saying that, I guess, Indiana Rye is becoming a thing like that's, they're yeah that's they're that's their equivalent to Kentucky bourbon is the Indiana rye and you I I can't get you I can't nail you down are you a I thought you were a rye fan but it can't be too much rye what's your take on rye yeah I like rye whiskey that's specifically rye whiskey that's not bourbon but then bourbon I like wheat like the more wheat heavily weeded bourbons same so I like. I don't like the ones that kind of play like in the middle. Like, ah, there's a little bit of, a little bit of rye, a little bit of wheat. You don't really know. Like, I don't know sure that I do like such a weird flavor profile. I think if you mix the reet, the the reet, the, the wheat reet. rye, and maybe we call it the reet. Shit, yeah. write it down. We're going to patent that. <laughs> write it down. Whiskey uh, ideas. You know I'm saying like it's where we're at now in our life. We can pretty much establish high rye content. We know what a weeded bourbon compared to, you know, a non-weeded bourbon is. So, I don't know, just that market. I don't know. 
I think it's something different too. I mean, the eventually you're going to get to the point where you have saturation of breweries, you have saturation of distilleries, wineries even. And I think it's just something differently. You're like, Hey, there's no competition for this. So even if one out of every hundred people (coughs) are interested, excuse me, I'm the only game in town. Right. So they got to come to me. Right. So, so yeah. So if I sell, I don't know. Like, <laughs> sake is just a weird thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if there's like a big, like, Japanese uh, culture and there's Lexington. no little Japan in Fayette <laughs> County. I'll just tell you that. Like, there's but I, yeah, you know, there's I no Chinatown, know. a little Japan, Vietn- Vietnamese corner like that. <laughs> I think, but I think a- the diversity is good, right? Like, you want, yeah. I just hope that it succeeds. Like that's well, and, the, the problem yeah. with where we're at in this world right now is that I would be scared to death to start a new business. Like, yeah, hell no. You see it a little bit to like a similar extent with like mead, right? So mead is honey and it's, it's that higher ABV. Um, like meat is usually 12, 14, 16%. It's more like a wine than a beer. Is that what they drink in the Shire? Yeah, the mead. But it's, it's, I think that it's, you, you have the people that are diehards, A, people that are gluten free, right? So you, you either, you're drinking like a cider or a mead. You can't drink beer because it has gluten. Um, you get that crowd and that is seems to be getting bigger and bigger, but then also you get the people that are just the people that want to have stuff that's high alcohol. Me personally, I see a lot of like, just specifically seek, you know, speaking from like a beer standpoint, I think people are going the other direction of like, I want lower ABV. I want things like, you know, session IPAs, low calorie beers, I want seltzers, which has been crazy huge. Um, I saw a slide today uh, uh, in a meeting that I was in where it's like, here's the 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 growth of alcoholic, um, uh, the, the different categories. And it was like ready to drink uh, cocktails, which are like eight to 10% versus right. a cocktail, you know, that you make on your own is going to be way more alcohol infused in that and then things like tequila you know again it's like we're in that lighter stage tequila is doing really well right now whiskey is doing really well right now um and and like ready to drink easy grab and go and beer honestly people are 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 gravitating away from beer to more to spirits i think at this point I, i mean i feel it even from myself i'm like the if you look at like the timeline of of uh, like basically since I've been an adult, I feel like I've without even noticing and realizing and or doing it on purpose, I've I've like hit like every single trend. Like I was a huge, you know what that's like called? A, Hipster. Influencer. <laughs> Hipster. <laughs> well, I know you're I, wearing skinny jeans yeah. right now. Without is that even thing. Yeah, it is. I think. We'll ask Adam. Uh, in our our uh, if you checked out our bourbon notes, we did do the intro video, which we got to make our own intro video. I think now. Yeah, so if anybody knows somebody that wants to just be goofy with us, we got to get Adam. You have to have that beer write, though. Write a song. I'm going to do a mustache for the video, but we got to get Adam to write Handlebar, a song. Handlebar, you got it's got to come out. Like it's coming. It's it's on the way. Hey, it's a Demario. <laughs> coming it's on the way yeah i'll be going down some like uh like sewage pipes all right so we thought we we asked this in bourbon notes who has the most iconic theme song we well, said no, no, darth we, vader darth vader or stone, stone cold, cold steve austin or you just mario super mario that's true that might be the third those three might be the top three can you think of any more like iconic, like that's, I don't know. I feel like those three, especially my generation. Argent. Well, yeah. Are we in the same generation? I don't know. You're not a millennial. 
I'm a I'm like smack dab in the middle of millennials. I wonder if this like I don't know how this works. Can you hear that? Do you hear that? No. I can hear it faintly now. Alright. You playing the Mario theme song? No, I'm just I'm just playing here. I don't <laughs> like shout out we're recording this instead of on uh Zoom, we're doing it on StreamYard. And now I can hear you <laughs> playing the uh the Baba Booey theme song. I don't know if you ever listened to Howard Stern, but they did. Ba, 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 boo, ba, ba, boo. Yeah, so. I don't know. Can't hear it. I turned it off. All right. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. I don't even know how we got to uh, the theme songs again. Is it time to drink? Probably. It's always time to drink. We've had I'm sobering up a little bit over here. Our beer sponsor is brought to you by the Original Craft Beer Club. Check out the description in our show notes. Oh, if you're looking backwards. to support some uh, some craft breweries, get you some bottles. They've got special gifts for you if you join. Click the link. Go there. You can get 12 or 24 bottles a month, correct? Yes. Look at this, dude. Over. This is my uh, Yaritos Mexican Wrestler. This is my favorite bottle opener. Um, but yeah, so normally I already have my beer poured because I take a fancy picture. Yesterday I had a photo shoot of a bunch of the beers that I have out in the snow. Who was doing the photo shoot? Me. I was. I was not wearing pants, so I did. I did. That was separate. That was different. But uh, <laughs> I took pictures of drunk? the beer. And I was talking, no, I was talking to the beer. I was like, yeah, you sexy IPA. <laughs> show me what you, show me what you're working with. Show me them hops, baby. But I think that's the thing. Like people love pictures of beer and snow for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever, you probably don't follow the same accounts that I do, but uh, no. anyway, so I did, I was like, I got a couple beers. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I did a poll on Instagram and every time I do a poll, I feel like it backfires. So I did a poll uh, voting two, between two different barrel-aged beers that I had. Dead even. Fif- literally 50-50. The poll ran for 24 hours. So I'm like, oh, forget it. I'm going to drink the one that I want. So I picked uh, F- uh, Founders KBS, which can stands for Kentucky Breakfast Stout, with espresso. And you can see the, also, the camera is. pro tip, there's no X in espresso. Espresso. So the beer specifically says highly acclaimed. So that means you know it's good. you know it's good if it says highly acclaimed on it. We'll be the judge of that. Thank um, you. Yeah. So normally I have my beer already poured because I got to take a good picture of it. Um, but today but you already have the picture of it. I already got the picture. So I'm opening it up, pouring it on the show live here for you. I'm going to pour it into a snifter. My glass is a little dirty, so I'm going to hide it. But it's a very dark beer. This is the kind of beer that Gary likes. Um, but this is 12% alcohol. And smelling it, can definitely it smells more like coffee than anything. Like espresso. Like I drink, like I'm an Americano person, which is espresso and hot water. Um. That's what it smells. It smells like espresso. I get a little bit of the bourbon. This is a barrel aged beer, um, and it's brewed with coffee. So KBS Ooh, dark? is brewed That's... with coffee. All right. Yeah. Is that one that you think I would like? Um. Potentially. See, I don't know. Like, you're like, it's a very heavy coffee. Heavily coffee beer but not like a sweet coffee it's like a black coffee like bitter like espresso yeah. bitter but, coffee but i feel like that one's gonna be low on the hops i don't even know if i like it yet. i haven't tried it yeah it is definitely low it's more malty and sweet one drink um, everybody knows the rules twelve percent 
Oh yeah, way too <laughs> oh, smooth. To be, way too way what? too smooth to be twelve percent. Like that this face is didn't say dangerous. Smooth, David. It's because it's bitter, like super. It's bitter, but then the beer is smooth, and it's so much coffee. I mean, this is the most coffee I think I've ever smelled in a beer. That's but good, it though. tastes like it is like a little like I don't get like a lot of the the barrel like the it's a, a bourbon barrel aged beer I don't get a lot of the barrel in it ale brewed with it's brewed with chocolate and coffee aged in oak bourbon barrels if it didn't taste like coffee I know there's no fucking chocolate in it. I'm I'm that well versed in beer to know there's nothing. It's made with like it's actually brewed with chocolate. That's fine. Did you <laughs> as a kid, side note, you ever do Nesquik? Did I do Nesquik? Now, did your mom buy that, that Nesquik Nesquik powder? Oh yeah. And so you, like, did, did you ever be like, Man, it. I just want to get a spoon of it? And she'd be like, All right, go ahead. <laughs> that was the first time I was like, wait, what? Take a spoon, and you're like yeah. I can see coffee being made like that. The Nesquik challenge, like the cinnamon challenge. Yeah. Oh, God, so bad. Did you ever, ever have Ovaltine with, like, iron fortified? Like, why do they think kids need iron? It's for your bones, bro. Iron is? Bo- bo- yeah. Calcium is with, I don't know. I've always right. been told every time I try to get blood that my iron is too high. Like, you got too much iron, and you're like, yeah, I'm bro. Iron Man. <laughs> I'm still all this is all steel. That's what I say. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Very so at, this heavy is what I'm always always interested in. You're saying that's a heavy beer. So we if we heavily like, coffee. Like it's e- oh. it's way too easy drinking to be twelve percent. Like I think twelve percent, I'm thinking like it's gonna feel like I'm drinking like a glass of wine or something. Like you can taste the alcohol, you can like feel it. This I'm like I'm gonna be. It's gonna hit me all of a sudden, and and then the podcast is gonna go off the rails. F three. Sorry, what would you say? I said, could we split a six pack of this and finish all three? Each have three. I think it comes in four packs. So probably, I think that's frowned upon. I mean, if we're doing, if we start at like, we start in, you know, earlier in the not earlier in the day, but like. Not like downing it in an hour, but we can an have hour, three and be fine. I feel like that's the difference in like your traditional domestics. Like Bud Light, those are meant to pound. Those aren't meant to fuck yeah. around and sip on. You know, you you chug those. And yeah, you're not pounding these... this you know, 12%. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, oh, yeah. it's a challenge. Well, you're more of a man than me, so... <laughs> I've got a better beard than you for sure. That's true. I my I feel like my mustache could I it could hold up against anyone. Just the mustache. But it's not even there yet. Like I think I need another week or two. It's uh I don't know. In the in the world of beer, David, uh one of the things that piqued your interest was uh draft sales down almost half. Nationwide during the Super Bowl, forty six percent. Now, what? Tell me what that means. People were sitting at home drinking beer out of a bottle or can. I think the amount of beer that was consumed was probably still like in terms of like barrel for barrel or gallon for gallon was probably still similar. I don't know, but and this the, and this may be my. J- jagged take i watched zero of the super bowl for the first time in so many years it was in terms of a game the least interesting football game and i love football i will watch college pro anything but in terms of a game from start to finish was the most boring game like i fell asleep 10 minutes in woke up for a couple commercials it was so boring. Like there was no for 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 being. I mean, I don't think that the NFL could have had a better story matchup. Yeah, Tom Brady going to Tampa 
against taking on the young buck. Yeah. The only better story and people so much shit, but the better story would have been the Browns. Seriously. Think about how much, like, I think just the, the, like when the Cubs were in the world series, it was the most highest rated, the highest rated world series when they played the Indians and neither team had like the Indians hadn't won since like World War Two, Cubs hadn't won since the Billy Goat days, like nineteen whatever thirty teens, and people were so fascinated by that. Browns have never been in it in the Super Bowl. I mean, they won. You don't think the Bills would have been just a just as much interest or lower? Yeah. I think people get fatigue so fast now with like. Patrick, people are over Patrick Mahomes already. You think so? I don't think yes. so. And like, people are over the Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady, like during the actual game, it's it's not that interesting. What Tom Brady is doing now after it has been more interesting than, like he, than the game. The yeah, when he's drinking the avocado tequila, as, as he said, <laughs> and throwing the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another. I mean, this is like Tom Brady, like uh, like unplugged. Is like he going to retire? That. I think he's going to do one more year. Like Plot I think twist. He, the Cowboys sign him. He's never. No athlete has ever gone out on top, and he's not going to be the first one to do it. If if he was smart, he would go out on top now. I think he doesn't. Have Floyd Mayweather. Well, who are you talking to? Yeah, and Khabib, but no, like no, like football player too. Yeah, yeah, no football player. But I mean, I think that he, he's like, hey, I won that. I won this year. I can do one. John he's Elway, hardest thing. Yeah, that's true. He won back to back Super Bowl. All right, you're you're messing up my. <laughs> I'm poking holes my... in that nerd shit that you think you got going on. In my yeah, in my story, but I think that there's always, and we see this especially from like combat sports. More Everybody's often, got one more. Everybody's more got one more, and it yeah. fucks them in the end because they get beat. And Tom Brady doesn't realize he's already at forty-three years old, cheating father time. Like he is basically when he throws. Whoa, 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 young buck! As a forty-three is not old. It's not old. It's like ancient for an NFL quarterback, though. Like him and him and George Blanda. Like he's in George Blanda, Jeff George territory now. Like when he threw a pass. In the NFL at, at 43, like he had to throw for like, I think he threw like 12 passes and he threw the most passes of all time at the age of 43. He's already cheating father time. He is the oldest quarterback to start and win a Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's, I'm uh, still not convinced because he looks better at 43 than he did at 23 when he came into the NFL. Yeah. Uh, he was flabby, like, I mean, you look at what he looked like in, uh, I think it was 2001 when he when he got drafted, or 2000. You would have been crazy to draft him any higher than 199th in the in the draft because he was like, he's done something. Like I think it's going to come out like he's part of the Illuminati. Let's just yes. be honest. All right, yes. so the top five. Oldest players to start and win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's number one. Who's number two? George Blanda. Peyton Manning. George Blanda's not even on the list. Peyton Manning was like, was he 40? 39. Okay, I knew he was like right on the edge. Number three. Doug Flutie. Tom Brady at 39. (laughs) Number four. Earl Earl Morrell. He was 38. Uh, Earl Morrell. Yeah. With the Colts, Super Bowl Dolph- three, Dolphins. Not oh, yeah, three. okay. So he also played with the. He backed up Johnny Unitas in Super Bowl three, and then I think he played with the Dolphins a few years later. So John Elway at thirty eight in nineteen ninety. Why do I know that? That's that's how. Okay, that's how that's people, the nerd shit coming. That's out That's the nerd David. shit. Yeah. Okay. And I, then I, last I, but I not least, now. Kentucky's uh, favorite sixth favorite son, Bill Johnny Sims. Unitas, at thirty seven. In Super Bowl five in nineteen seventy one. That's just that must just be quarterbacks. Like I feel like kickers. 
It says not okay. counting kickers and punters. The six okay. oldest players to start winning a Super Bowl are all quarterbacks. Because, so. yeah, I feel like uh, Adam Vinatieri was like 47, like 20 years ago. Yeah, so. It's, uh, I need, it's my turn to drink. Yeah. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Beard Octane. Go to beardoctane.com. Use promo code beers and beards 10. Save 10% off all their products. Uh, David could use some of the biotin, some of the beard fuel. Is that what it's called? Beard. I need one of those beard combs. Moose head or whatever it's called. Yeah. Boar's so, head. Boar's uh, hair. I want to give you a little background into uh, what we're dealing with here. I'm drinking Bro Brothers, Kentucky's first yeah. black-owned distillery. They're open. Uh, they opened a month ago. I guess they've been in production before that, but they, they had a soft launch uh, last April. COVID hit. It's kind of pushed them back, but here we are. Uh, they, Victor Yarborough, like you said, one of the founders. It's in uh, the west end of Louisville, which is traditionally a pretty rough spot. Uh, the Kentucky Senate recognized them as the state's first African-American-owned distillery in August 2020 after making headlines. Uh, it's brothers Chris uh, and Bryson Yarborough, uh, with, also with Victor. So, yeah, this is a Louisville bourbon. It's it's got a really cool bottle. I'm gonna show you the bottle before I pop the cork. It's got the three brothers on it, and then it's got uh, the state of Kentucky down here. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, let me scroll back. But yep, it's just a really it. cool bottle. It's really a light color. So uh, this is Bro Brothers Bourbon. Shout out! We're talking about diversity, like this. I don't. I don't want to sound. I don't. Know, I want to come off the wrong way. This is a white man dominated industry, and for to to be twenty twenty, the year twenty twenty, to have your first black owned distillery, I feel is. I don't know. Yeah, like it should have happened before, right? Everybody loves I mean, bourbon, regardless of race, nationality, color, beard length. One time. For the sunshine, bro, brothers. Oh, that's a good one. I think too. Oh, so, <laughs> being in, I feel like minorities are so underrepresented, underrepresented in bourbon and the craft beer industry. Um, and it's just because I feel like, yeah, it's it's such a – and we're a couple of white dudes. I mean, I know I look Mexican, but we're a couple of white dudes. Uh, and I 100% support – like, I think we need more diversity in beer and more diversity in alcohol because we don't want the, the same – ideas over and over, right? We don't right. want the same yeah. stuff to keep happening. I don't want Avengers Part 7. <laughs> Give me something new. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know. Here we go. R- heavy on the corn. Like this and here's the thing. This can't this is not aged long. Hell they just open. So I'm gonna say this is probably just your standard straight out of the barrel as soon as it, super starchy and corn, right? I mean we're off the bat. A lot like the Neely brothers from last week. But it's making my mouth water. You ever had that happen? For bourbon. Like, I don't. <laughs> no. It's I'm got a. It's very light. Very light. I didn't even see what proof this is. Thousand. My, my favorite. 82 proof. So, super light on the nose. But like I said, very starchy, very corny. Maybe. You ever smelled raw like like nutmeg or something? I have smelled raw nutmeg. You're in the spices and 
industry. <laughs> Does nutmeg a spice? Yes. Mate, I don't know. You get I that just, like yeah, like that like nutty, like earthy smell. It blends well with that corn starch. You know what I mean? Like it it kinda it goes together real good. Not real good, it's just very similar. All right. Bro brothers, Black History Month, diversity in bourbon. Wow, that has almost, I think, an, here's the trick. I think they've got, they're on to something here. If you're going to come out with a young bourbon, it's got to be lower proof. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Because when you get that higher proof, like fucking moonshine, basically. <laughs> this is not, this is, it's still starchy. I'm not getting much oak or anything at all. So a lot of starch, a lot of corn, but it's it's soft and s- smooth. I think that's the thing too. So bourbon has to go like in burn it the, out. Yeah, has to go in the barrel at like a high, like a higher proof, right? And then the it kind of as you get older, not older and older, but as you as it ages, I think it it kind of mellows out a little bit, right? Yeah. So you see it's very light on the color. Nice caramel color. But I'm telling you. One of the interesting things, too, is when you see bourbon first distilled and when it goes in the barrels, it's clear. Like it's yeah. it's called uh, like white dog. Yeah. White lightning. Yeah. Like that's like what like Mickey from from Rocky would, would drink. Just straight like You can white get dog. that. You can buy that <laughs> at the distillery like that. It's so bad. Man, I'm telling you, this is I feel like that like burns like like people that have that do that have like probably no eyebrows. Like it just burns. Their sinus weird. cavities are gone. <laughs> Bro Brothers Bourbon. How many bottles? Man, this is a on the spot. I've been talking them up. Here's here's the thing with the with a young bourbon like that. So our last two podcasts done super young bourbon. The first one higher proof, like 111 proof, just too overpowering, too overpowering, like to even get a good feel for it. I think what they've done with this is they they obviously know bourbon because they know if you're piping it right out of the barrel at two years. It's going to be so strong. It's going to be so starchy. You know, I I would say this is, I'm going to say this is probably 65% corn with malt. I don't know. I don't know the mash bill. Makes sense. But what they've done is they've cut it. They've cut the proof down to where like you can enjoy that taste. So on the palate, you get a little bit of that spice. You get a little bit of that corn and and nut flavor and then the finish i think anything in an 82 proof finish is going to be soft like you're not going to get that burn all the way i didn't get any burn all the way down like this is good bourbon and i would i would love to have like a five and an eight-year-old bottle of this like this would be so good dude yeah hopefully they like i i think that that's the thing too is like Learning the more that you learn about bourbon, the like there's a sweet spot between like you know five, like you said, five years to probably 10. Some go to like 15. Yeah. Like, I, I know Pappy, like Julian Van Winkle's, like our best want our best bourbon is our 15 year old because anything older than that's probably a little too old. Like, we probably we probably. <laughs> shouldn't be selling <laughs> probably shouldn't be selling anything other than a uh, you know beyond a 15 that's why like i i am seeking out the pappy 15 year old more than i'm seeking out even like the 23 year old 23 year old or the 18 or you know whatever so i'm going back for one more dose here before i get before i hit the bottle bro brothers bourbon west end of louisville 
That's a three and a half. That's three and a half bottles out of five. Which is, I mean, what's the age? Six months? <laughs> well, it's got to be age two years. Yeah. Imagine it at, like you said, five, four or five. Saying. Yeah. But imagine not only the challenges of being a like a black-owned distillery in this world, but imagine being a new distillery. You got to make money, so I'm sure like something out. You know, you got to think about putting out some rye, maybe doing some vodka or something, just to get just to get some revenue to keep. Because this is a you know at least a two year investment that's bringing nothing back. Like I got to build the infrastructure. I got to put. I got to get the barrels. I got to get the materials. I got to get the rick houses. I got to start my marketing. All this for two years before I can sell up drop of this shit now uh i've seen um i've seen this as low as 24 dollars, or i'm sorry 25 dollars. i bought it at a 34 dollar price point i was the first person to buy it at my local kroger They're like you're the first person to bought this it's fairly new and they had it with the top shelf which was cool because i was like hey what's that they just taken out of the box They're like oh that's bro brothers I was like, I know them. I'll take it. Then I was like, wait, wait, wait. How much does it cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get tricked in that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's eighty-seven fifty. Like, ah shit. But no. And then they're like, ah, you said you said buying it. Let's go. You already said it. No right. take backs. Bro brothers. All right. Three and a half. Hmm. Maybe get a little drunk. Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 check back with them with them with check back in with them. I d- I've been doing a lot of uh, podcast editing. I make myself sound really good. You just deleting you out the ums and the ahs and the pauses. And... You do that. Yeah, the only time, time I ever will do that will do any editing is if say there's a long pause. I'll yeah, like. Which, if you can do this, why the hell aren't you our podcast editor? <laughs> I've had you did one of ours while I was gone. Yeah, as that sounded amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Now it's there's a long pause. You might want to edit that out. To put a little thinking, marker. Uh, <laughs> I hope everybody had an amazing Valentine's Day that was yesterday. I did. What? What is? You've been married a year, right? Year and a half, almost two. We're we're like You're right. around, you don't. We're coming around the bend on two years. Yeah, I, I found a picture of me at your wedding. You looked sexy. Remember, so Juan, and this is inside baseball. So check out if you don't know us personally. But Juan showed up with a, a twelve pack of Bud Light, eight beers left. And he showed up. He's like, I got, I guess, like, I got the beer. And I'm like, Juan, where's your tie? <laughs> That's right. They had to go back to the hotel <laughs> to get his tie. It's like, well, I got the important stuff, the Bud Light. And I'm like, Juan, I literally have a cooler with me that I'm, I'm, we've I'm got an open around. bar in 45 <laughs> minutes. And just in case I had a cooler with good stuff, not Bud Light, not, no, no, no. That's subjective. Shitty. That's subjective. Well, I had the good. I had stuff that I actually had uh, uh, our beer from. I think it was last week, our Valentine's episode. Rubus cacao in there. Cacao, cacao. And I saved. I think I had one Rubus cacao, and then I saved it and had it on our first anniversary, which was pandemic. Like we sat outside. I mean, we have like our outdoor, our back door, you know, our outdoor area, and it was nice we had our, our first anniversary which was n- not what we had planned at all you I actually was gonna go right? back no not for the for our anniversary i actually was gonna go back to our wedding venue and do like a candlelight dinner oh at our venue romantic bastard i know and i'm like i feel like i have to tell her about this because i need to get credit for like planning but obviously it couldn't happen because of covid but we still had a, a great 
first anniversary. We're coming around the bend on two years. That's right. You we're, and I are coming around the bend on one year. That's right, baby. For this podcast. The real, the, what really matters are yeah, podcasts. You and I have known each other for more than, longer yeah. than I've yeah. known my wife. Yeah. We actually, this, so when's this release on Monday? This, uh, I think Sunday, the 22nd, we've been dating well, we dated, started dating five years ago. We haven't been dating for five years because we were dating and then engaged and then now we're married. But it's all together the same. For until five you years. sign the the wedding license, until you sign license. the death certificate, it's <laughs> the death certificate the on your single life. Yeah, <laughs> till death do us part, right? No, but we have almost been together for five years. This Sunday, so I got something special planned. Ooh. Gary, you and I have almost been together for when did you yeah. <laughs> so we don't do a lot of uh what so what what was your Valentine's what did and quickly um because I don't want to go too crazy, but what did, what was your Valentine's Day like? What was your plans? Well, you're in a better position than I am because um you I have two kids. Two kids. And I have one in quarantine. She gets out of quarantine. So then the goal would be to ship the kids off to my in-laws. And then I've looked at, you know, I was looking at reservations. I was too late on trying to get her a massage uh, this past Friday, whatever. But then, you know, my daughter's playing volleyball. She's got volleyball practice Saturday. And on Valentine's Day. Oh, and she's got swim on Valentine's Day. So to hell with, you know, trying to be a romantic husband. We, we're trying to get her to these different spots. Meanwhile, I got a three-year-old savage who just does what he wants to do. Just destroys everything. Yeah. So I think we've been looking at, no, to answer your question, nothing special on Valentine's Day. A card, a smooch, but... I th- later in the week, we're going to try to get away. And uh, I don't know if you've ever used open table. Match. Have you ever used open table? Yes. So, like, I just peruse open table until I find something. You know, Fancy. usually we use it like than White Castle. Yeah, we looked at going to uh, a, a distillery over in Winchester, and then there's like this old train station they've done. So I'm not exact. The weather too is supposed to be all fucked up. So. Yeah, we're supposed to get 15 inches of snow. You are. I'm not. We've got ice. we got ice here. And so. Yeah. So I do. I started a couple of years ago. We had Valentine's plans to go, I don't know, go somewhere. And we decided not to do it. We're like, oh, let's just stay in. So I whipped up from scratch. Some potatoes macro- rotten. Some homemade macaroni and cheese. Now, did you actually make your own macaroni noodles or every not did not make the noodles, but I made the the you sauce the cheese. from scratch. Didn't make the cheese, but I made the the <laughs> what's the, homemade in this bullshit, David? I made the the cheese sauce to go on the macaroni and cheese from scratch. Also, from you scratch. blended the cheese with some other form of dressing or something, and made a a, a roux. Which is butter and flour, and then threw some cheese in it, threw it on some noodles. Anyway, are you making? Did you make it last night? Yes. So that's that's my new. I basically we had plans, and we're like, ah, let's just stay in. We don't want to do anything, but we also had no food, and I'm like, I could probably whip up some like homemade mac and cheese. So I went and did that. Out of nowhere, I impressed her. So that's not my new thing on Valentine's Day. We're not really a big Valentine's Day, like, because we also have our anniversary a week later. So we're not big on like, you know, big Valentine's Day things. Also, we love each other every other day of the year. So allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> yes, you have to say allegedly because you can get, you can get a. Uh, legal does my face look any smaller david i've been losing weight i just yeah your glasses make you look smaller you didn't ask me about my lasik 
When did you get LASIK? Like five years ago? Yeah. I, so Angie and I started dating in February. She does not know this. The whole reason I started dating her is because I needed someone to drive me home from LASIK surgery. So like you three months after that. You didn't really know what she looked like because you were half-ass blind. That too. But I was like, hey, I don't really have anybody to take me to drive me home. Can you drive me home? I would have. You would have driven up here. Yeah. I was like grouchy. I got my eyes burned off. Do they give you like anesthesia when you do that? No, I did it raw. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, no, so man. they give you Valium and then they give you like numbing. I mean, it, I'm, it, they give you like a numbing eye drop and then they like shoot, they like pump you with like a turkey baster injector. Are <sighs> you like, trying to have a baby in your eye? They're like, like it would look like a bicycle, like a like a pump for like a basketball. Like they were injecting stuff in your eye. But yeah, they're like, don't blink. I'm like, I, my eyes are taped open. I can't blink. Are they legit taped open? Yeah, they tape they tape it open. And then uh and then they cut out your eyeball. They and they they do some stuff with it. But you could you the weirdest thing about LASIK. You can smell the smell flesh like burning burn. flesh. It's awesome. With that, on that note, let's go to something a little more <laughs> cheerful. If you don't know, we have an amazing playlist on Spotify, and I don't know that we've ever put it in the show notes, but we're going to put it in the show the link to it in the show notes and in Apple. We're going to be in Amazon soon. Playlist anywhere you can, anywhere you can go. You can't say like I don't use Spotify. It's going to be everywhere. I just downloaded from my MP3 player. <laughs> it's going to be everywhere. Put it on your shuffle. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go first in honor of Valentine's Day and my amazing marriage and my awesome wife. One song, and we've used this for our part, our podcast a couple times. But uh, it is Method Man and Mary J. Blige, All I Need. That's a good one. It's a banger, dog. Method Man. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. (laughs) M-E-T-H-O-D, There was, speaking of, uh, and I need to. (laughs) Wu-Tang's for the kids, David. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. There was a fighter. So I do uh, interviews with fighters before. Yeah. before I do commentary to, to get like background info, I think it's Andre Small who just fought at uh, Ohio Are Combat you League. Biggie Smalls, go ahead. And he said, "My amateur MMA debut, uh, Method Man was there." He's like, "Ah, oh. it's like ran He was randomly there in in the audience, and he's like, "I guess he lives in New Jer- he lives in New Jersey, so makes sense, right?" M E T H O D man. Yeah. So I've seen your selection. I don't know what the fuck it is. So, so you're gonna have to explain this one to me. We talked about I think we talked about this last week. The people who are like out there producing music without having a record label or record deal, doing it doing it on their own and, and becoming huge. Making money. Yeah. yeah. Is it a Morgan then, Wallen song? Is that did you pick actually pick a Morgan Wallen song? No, no, I would never. Did you see what Sano? Did you see hey, I eat Chick Fil A. That's bad enough. Did you see what Jason Isbell did? No, but I I love Jason Isbell. So Jason Isbell apparently Morgan Wallen covered one of his songs on this album that's number one right now for all the wrong reasons. Mm. But so Jason Isbell gets a cut of that money, right? Yeah, donating it all to the NAACP. Good. 400 unit baby that's the name of his band right something like that so my selection this week anderson pack pock anderson so basically just started doing his own songs own music on beats plays a bunch of different instruments uh i first heard about him i listened to the npr tiny desk concerts which is mm-hmm. kind of not really a thing anymore but um They've, they've always got so many good, just like good music. So 
this song, the actual like studio version is with T.I. And I think T.I. might be in prison right now. So I don't know. If he's he's not in prison. Fuck, David. <laughs> Just some I allegations. If, <laughs> I don't know if he was on the uh, uh, the actual version of it. But there's a Tiny Desk concert uh, with Anderson Pack. Anderson dot P-A-A-K. This song is called Come Down. It is a badass beat. It's and I I listened to like three straight hours of him. I've been going through like a lot of like R and B, hip hop, like just good beats recently. Like you know, I'm in into like Black Pumas. Um, that's what I've been into recently. And he is. I just thought awesome. I'm dancing. Y'all don't hear the music. Yeah, you're you're dancing to the music in your song. Head. Nobody nobody could hear it. <laughs> Which is fine for the people listening. You you're spared, but for the people when this shows up on uh on YouTube and social media, you'd be like, uh This song has a great beat. Uh, and he mentions the name of the DJ that that did the beat in uh, on some pockets he plays what plays percussion he plays piano sings uh, and then his band is called the Nat the National not the National. Now I gotta look it up. But he plays with a band. The Na- mm-hmm. I think it's called the National. Anyway, check out Anderson Pock. He's amazing. Great music to chill. Great beats. Great vibes. Hey, yo, DJ, bring that beat back. Yeah, I, I almost had a Miley Cyrus. I actually listened to our playlist at the gym the other morning and I was like, just, it's so, this is this, the one I just added is going to be, that's a good gym beat. Yeah. It's a good gym beat. Good workout beat. All right. I got to remember it now. The song actually had to put it on there. (laughs) The, uh, all right. What was yours? All I Need by Method Man and Mary J. Blige. All right. If you made it this far, we love you. And that's the truth. Whether you're tuning in just because you're interested in beer or bourbon, or if you're tuning in because you like me and David, no matter why you're listening, we love you. and We appreciate the support. We appreciate the message we got from the guy who was going through and commenting on episode 14 about his Thanksgiving tradition. Playing yes. euchre after Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, what the, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But I went back in episode 14. The quality was not good. So if you are listening now, please don't go back to episode 14 and listen because it was horrible. Was it bad? We've gotten, was we've gotten you, a lot better. And I was loud. I sounded like I was like right up on the mic. I was like, the, I was right up on the mic. Yeah. Something was, something was off. Something ain't right. If I want to know if you've listened, drop us a message on our social media. If you've listened to every episode, is there anybody that's listened to every episode? Angie. I think my mom, I think Mike Tabor, shout out to Mike Tabor, who just got his uh, barrel of new riff. Thank you, Mike. And so, uh, we are doing, if you listened last week, quiz bowl. We need a quiz bowl host. I threw out a name earlier. I don't think my mom will do it. That would be awesome because I feel like she'll be impartial. I don't know who she loves more, me or you. She probably loves you more. (laughs) We went out as a uh, we went. I went to and recorded a podcast with David, and she slid she slid some bones to take David out to eat. So that's what we did. Yeah, that's that tobacco money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. We need yeah. an impartial host, uh, Ken Jennings, if you're available. We also need that person to write the questions for Quiz Bowl. Oh, Joe, Joe Saunders might be the might be the one. Well, he's yeah. also my brother-in-law, so 
Yeah, we need somebody impartial. He would Aaron be impartial. Garrett. Aaron Garrett, yeah, but uh, his questions would all be about Penn State. Who is which defensive coordinator sexually assaulted hundreds of boys at Penn State? Yeah, like Jerry San Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, if you made it this far, throw us a like, drop a comment, give us a share. We love you. Can, you. You can subscribe to us now on our brand new YouTube page. Uh, I'll put a link in the description here. It's Beers and Beards podcast. Uh, we're gonna start putting some stuff over there. Try to make that YouTube Jake Paul money. But other we're than that, Ben Askren. We hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day. We hope. The week is amazing. President's Day. Pre- yeah. That's today. That's today. Um, and yeah, have a wonderful time. We'll be back next month. Watch our social media for a new episode of Bourbon Notes this week. And there's no football, David. So I guess we have to cheer on more hits. There's uh, FCS. Hey, Buckeyes basketball. There's also FCS football coming in the spring yes. and, X- and the XFL. Yep. I think that's actually next year. The Rock ends XFL now. That was the episode of episode 14. That's what we talked about. XFL, the Rock bought the XFL. We talked about Euchre. So we did talk I, about Euchre. Is that why yeah, you did? Because I went to uh, Indian Lake and played Euchre for like six hours. And that's, I will, I've never played Euchre. I talked about it for like, and if you're finally caught up, uh, person that mentioned it, Hoppy word, what's his name? Yeah, uh, I'll give him a shout out. Hold on. Yeah, give him a shout out. We love you, man. Thank you for. Uh, <laughs> he said he was going back and listening through all of them. God, those first yes, Hoppy head were, were awful. Yes, so hopefully you made it past fifteen. Because we've got a lot better. Yeah. If you can make it through 15, you can make you it can through make, 41. Yeah, that's right. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Just remember that. That's right. So I'm out of beer. That means that we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're out. Check out Bro Brothers Bourbon and check out uh, Founders. Founders KBS Espresso. Yes. If you're into that kind of thing. Again, It'll get you drunk. Shows us some love, support. Until next week, we're out.